All right, guys, welcome back to the Established Past Podcast presented by Clutch Points. I'm your host, Blake Bubble, with me as always, my co host, Dylan Reagan. We're back here to make our picks for week five in the 2022 NFL season. And as uh, Dylan and I have talked about, we had a good week last week, Dylan, with our picks. Um, this week, I think, is interesting because we look mm-hmm. at some of these games, and you and I, you and I both had a tough time picking our betting locks, which has not been off to a great start. Let's just point out what it is this season. Um, it wasn't because. Maybe it has become like skill deficiency, but also the fact that I think some of these games just, um, I don't know, they're really hard to kind of read with the spreads, I think, specifically. But yeah. it's an interesting group of games. And as always, Dylan, we start with our games of the week. We'll get to our betting locks and uh, upsets and quick picks after that. But our games of the week, and usually we do a pretty good job finding a couple. Uh, we're like, okay, it's pretty easily that, you know, two, top two, three, four games. This week, um, we're going to pick two here, but. Dylan, it was a little tougher to pick between the, the Bengals-Ravens uh, and then the Cowboys-Rams are our two choices for this week. I think that second one was kind of um, maybe just a nod to you, uh, <laughs> having the Rams in there. But uh, I really think the Bengals-Ravens is probably your, your best game on the slate this week. The Ravens uh, are the home team, favored by three points here in this one. But um, I'm going to go the opposite direction. I'm going to pick the Bengals here. I think... They're just some, I don't know, coming off that just what has to be considered a frustrating loss for the Ravens against yeah. the, the Bills last week. I wonder, you know, if it's one of those where there's really no time to regroup. You get, you know, you get the defending Super Bowl runner up here, which have had their ups and downs to this point. But I don't know. I think for some reason, I feel like the Bengals are going to be able to exploit some of those things with the Ravens. It looks like the Bengals are starting to figure some things out. Um, again, you don't want to make too much of uh, maybe you know, certain wins, but. I don't know. I think the Bengals, uh, even to this point, coming off you know the win against the Dolphins, they built up a little momentum here, back-to-back games. Uh, I think this may be a spot for them to to get a win here in prime time in Baltimore. Yeah, and uh, obviously, it was with a lot of injured players last season, uh, where the Bengals put up huge numbers against Baltimore. But I think maybe there is a little bit of a psychological edge there with how those games went, how dominant both victories were for Cincinnati as they took you know came from behind in that division where baltimore at one point was at the top the whole afc didn't even make the playoffs i two te- yeah i think it, even though they're both two and two uh two teams that both could at least be three and one if not four and oh the, the ravens have uh, you probably saw the stat they've only trailed 14 seconds all year pretty insane um that we're both also picking the bengals against a team that's done that but to cincinnati's credit like the defense has looked pretty dang good and i think the offensive line has started to come around starting to figure some things out burrow doesn't look quite as um uh, scared sometimes i wouldn't say maybe not scared is the right word but just overall bailing a little bit on a few plays and not feeling like he could fully trust his defense and that's gonna or his offensive line and that's gonna happen against teams like the cowboys and we'll get to them in a second that defensive line for dallas has been dominant against every opponent they face this year pittsburgh when they had tj watt you could say the same thing so i just don't know what the ravens pass rush if they have the capability to give uh the offensive line the same fits with the amount of talent that the bengals have we've seen other teams thrive against this secondary not that i mean they did a fine job honestly last week against buffalo but going back to the miami game that was it got ugly for a little bit there and and cincinnati's defense overall is one part of this too they've been pretty solid so far in the early going and they're not uh, you know maybe on the level of what, what buffalo is offering at this point but it's still been they're ranking in the top 10 of dvoa at least in the early going on that side of the ball they've really gotten off the field quickly um they've they've just found a way to uh not give up 
touchdowns or first downs on uh, there's a stat from ben baldwin um basically on defensive series results and they're the team that is getting off the field the quickest essentially not even letting teams uh get a first down more often than anyone as well as giving up touchdowns they've uh, you know the turnover margin probably could increase a little bit and it started has started to and we saw at times with baltimore again it's just the little moments the situational football stuff where we saw burrow make some pretty big time throws at the end of that dolphins game and with lamar we've, we we just didn't see the same thing happen so maybe this is different maybe lamar goes off i won't be shocked either way really excited for this game it, it again it doesn't have the same billing as a normal two and two matchup might in week five all right, Cowboys, the Rams. We said our other game of the week, uh, you know, probably would have been a little bit more to this one if the Rams win last week, but yeah. did not look great against the Niners, to say the least. Um, Cowboys at the Rams, five and a half point favorites are the Rams uh, in this one. But, you know, the Cowboys, we said, have looking mighty fine, at least, uh, with, with Cooper Rush under center. Looks like Dak won't be back this week, but it uh, sounds like he's getting very close. Returning, so that will give them a big boost. But hey, they're sitting here in this spot, and I think as you'll talk about, Dylan, the Cowboys' defense is something that could cause some some issues here for the Rams, perhaps. But I'm going to pick the Rams at home. Um, that five and a half point spread does kind of worry me a little bit. But yeah. <laughs> um, look, the Rams' defense can equally do some things. I think the the challenge Cooper Rush in the passing game too. So um, hard game to figure out from a in terms of like what's the score line on this one, but. I think the Rams probably found a way to win. Yeah, I'm picking the Rams too. I don't feel good about it at all. I almost just went the. I, I was joking to you before we started recording. I just wanted to pick against them out of spite after some of the things that happened in the Monday night game. I, I do think there were some okay signs from the defense. Um, uh, still, though, uh, maybe a little bit of too soft of coverage over the top um, from them, not getting as much of a pass rush. Missing Von Miller is going to do that to you. Aaron's look fine, but they. I mean, when teams are double, triple teaming him. It's, it's been an issue and I you know Dallas on the ground at least and I'm you know maybe you can tune into that a bit more with Cooper Rush still in there uh, even though Cooper Rush a legend now undefeated in his career best QB ever but nonetheless uh, still a team that you might be queuing in a little bit to to the run game it's something that I'm you know still concerned with the Rams early on their defense was playing pretty well against the run then you see the same things that have happened in years past against the against the Niners come up again they're still ranking third in rush defense DVOA in the early going so maybe that is a reason to feel optimistic here the the Cowboys on the flip side for all the great things their defense has done and the pass rush and their pass defense overall they're 25th in run defense DVOA maybe the Rams finally get something going on the ground as they've tried to the offensive line injuries for the Rams are a concern I, I just uh, with, with now Coleman Shelton, who was already their second center, out uh, maybe with a week of practice here with the third stringer, it gives you a better chance. But man, it's still I am still concerned about what's going to happen up front from the Rams' point of view. Um, I, the five and a half point spread way too high. If I almost could would feel like if I was locking up something, I would pick the Cowboys just to cover here. But going to pick the Rams to win. We'll see if it actually pans out. Um, but a game that uh, you know, like you're saying, we barely put it into this game of the week. It's kind of Probably not going to be the most pretty football game that, compared to some past Cowboys-Rams matchups, but it might be a playoff preview um, with, with how the NFC's looked. Really outside of Philadelphia, um, you could say San Francisco's looked uh, looked better here, but you still have questions about their offense for, over the course of the year when they don't have the matchups that they've been able to take advantage of against teams like the Rams and Tampa. But really, Philly's kind of put themselves in a different category, and it's like Dallas and the Rams probably still playoff teams, but... Uh, a lot of figuring out to, uh, things to do and a lot of sorting out their identities because right now, uh, especially for the Rams, it's been a, a big issue. And for the Cowboys, I think they themselves feel pretty good about where they're at. So if they if they win this game, I mean, Dallas, 
I'm not going to say that my division pick's definitely going to still happen with him topping the Eagles, but at least they, they put themselves in a place where it's like, no matter how the offense does, uh, that defense is going to carry them. And I, I won't be surprised if they win that the defense uh, on Sunday is the reason why. All right, to our betting locks. And uh, if you want to make some money, go against what we're saying here because uh, that has been the case to this point in the season. It feels like uh, we've not had our, our – last year we, we both started, I thought, pretty well. But this yep. year, not been the case nope. on our betting locks. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go back to a team that I feel like I can trust on some of these. Um, I, don't know if, I don't know if I picked them this year or not, but surely I would have at some point. But then again, I don't know. Uh, the Raiders at the Chiefs. And no, the Raiders are not my betting lock. That's going to be the Chiefs, who are seven and a half point favorites at home uh, here against the Raiders in a Monday night game. Um, I told you, Dylan, I just don't have a lot of confidence in the Raiders at this point. I I think that they are just not a very good team um, right now, and I think going up against what looks like the best team in the league to me to this point in the Chiefs. Uh, I know they lost that game against the Colts, but you know, Chiefs Bills. I mean, kind of. I know the Eagles are still undefeated, but. Still something about these Chiefs when Mahomes is clicking. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I just think them at home, Monday nights, basically you're getting a touchdown here, seven and a half. So even at eight points, you cover this one. I'll go with the Chiefs because for one reason, I just don't I don't love any other options on the board. So Yeah, it was a tough week for that. You, you have, I, I just quickly went through our locks from the season. You did lock up the Chiefs. Unfortunately, it was against the Colts. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, was, I knew I picked them at some point. I couldn't remember which game, but yeah, there you go. Yep. So this, this bodes well for the Chiefs. So. No, I think, I, I mean, especially at home here, maybe it'd be a bit different in, in Vegas, although they have, they, last year they, they torched them uh, in that game. They won pretty... Uh, convincingly I, I just the thing about the Chiefs right now is the defense uh, and if, if Mahomes keeps clicking at the level he has the efficiency they've shown I'm not worried about what's happening with uh, the Chiefs on that side of the ball and I think uh, for the good things the Raiders have with their pass rush right now I am just concerned overall about still you know what is the the ceiling for this defense are, are they just going to kind of be in that middle of the pack maybe just behind the middle of the pack kind of group it's not like uh, slowing down Denver has been an impressive thing to do with how Denver's offenses look this season. So a much bigger challenge here. I It was one that I, right at the top that I told you, I was like, I was considering this one as well. I, I'm picking the Chiefs, obviously, to win. But I, uh, if I had a secondary lock, I'd put it here. So we could be in this together. Go down. Go, let the you know, Burn the ships. We'll, we'll see what happens here. <laughs> All right. Well, you did not learn from my – I didn't learn from my mistakes in that one. You're not learning from my mistakes in this one because <laughs> – I picked the Packers as my betting lock last week against the Patriots, and that didn't turn out well. However, you're going to go back to the Packers here, and they are in London playing the Giants, so uh, no home team necessarily here. Uh, but uh, the Packers are eight-and-a-half-point favorites, so when I saw that deal, I was like, there's no chance I'm touching this one after what I saw last week against the Patriots. But Packers for a second week in a row could be going against a third-string quarterback. Didn't turn out well last week. Uh, took overtime to beat the Patriots. I still think that they're probably significantly better than the Giants. I know the Giants' yeah. record is what it is, but sorry. Um, I think I've learned from the Packers, picking them as my betting lock when I clearly have not learned from the Chiefs. But uh, if you had to ask me right now, I think the Chiefs over the Packers. So um, maybe I'll, I'll go with that one in, in my direction, but you're going to go back to the Packers here. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, in the game against the I thought the Patriots played pretty well. Um, I thought there were some things that are still starting to work out for the, the Packers passing offense that haven't, that are not quite there. And maybe over the course of the year, it's still, maybe they'll need more time. So maybe I'm a little premature here. It's also just the Giants haven't played necessarily the toughest schedule. Um, they, they haven't really, at, at this point, I mean, the Titans look better. 
uh, over the last few weeks. And but again, week one's always kind of its own. It's kind of own situation there, especially with Daniel Jones possibly being hobbled. I mean, they haven't really done anything in the passing game unless, unless it's him uh, going, you know, out of structure and finding guys open after the fact. Not a lot of throws from clean pockets being made uh, well from this team right now. And I, I still believe in what Dable's doing, and I still think that, uh, you know, so far, really early, but in t- just culture-wise um, and scheme-wise, I, I do, I'm encouraged from what I've seen from the Giants. And if there is something they can exploit on this game, they've, they've run the ball very well. And the Packers' run defense, as we've talked about, hasn't been their strength. And that was a big reason New England, even when they knew they were going to run, was still able to run. So, I mean, that is a concern here for me. Um, I just, I think they're just a, a, a better football team, obviously. But at the same time, uh, I think the Giants are, at this point, how they've played up to a uh, caliber that I just don't know against a, a weaker schedule that I don't know they're really going to be able to keep on going with uh, that uh, football outsiders stat Dave which is essentially it tries to kind of be like all right this is how quickly a team started where are they going to be by the end of the season they have them still as the worst team eventually <laughs> uh, and, and but and DVO they, they project them at least I don't see that happening personally but I don't think they're quite playing um where they've been, or at least on defense, they have them about being one of the worst uh, down also and overall. So, I mean, yeah, they're, they're fine. I think there's good things to be encouraged about, but I just think against an opponent of Green Bay's caliber, um, also in the early morning setup, I just like the Packers um, in this one. And again, like you said, it also is partially just looking at the board and being like, all right, outside of when I, I got that Ravens Jets one week one and I don't think I've I think we're both one and three on these um it's just been it's yeah. been tough sledding the, the picks like you said last week much better there I think you went 13 and three me 11 and five we'll see this week maybe that'll be our strength again maybe maybe just go with our maybe do a parlay with some of our other picks instead of going on these ones <laughs> yeah for sure um upsets have done a little bit better and we get to those next um this is a, it's an interesting one for me because I you know kind of looked at this team and we've seen the way they've started and of course they were one of the biggest talking points of the last week due to the yep. quarterback situation and um, the injury but the Dolphins are three point favorites on the road against the Jets and for some reason I just I feel like this is a, a decent spot for the Jets and I may be wrong about that but um, you know they've gotten Zach Wilson back I mean look I mean you look back right in terms of they find a way to win that game last week against the Steelers. They're riding yeah. a little momentum. I feel like the you know the Dolphins are they're the more talented team, but I, I just and I don't have anything against Teddy Bridgewater. I just for some reason I feel like it's sort of you know the Dolphins are kind of I don't know it, it's an interesting spot for them just given the injury and all the talks are, you know surrounding everything and um, going on the road here against the Jets team that's playing with a lot of confidence, a lot of momentum and. I don't know. I'm going to take a chance on the Jets here. Uh, only a field goal, you know, separates in terms of the, the point spread. So I'll go with the Jets to pull off the upset. I won't be shocked if that happens. Um, I, I just think Miami, the quality of their team as a whole, is still too high for me to do that. I, you know, I think the defense maybe hasn't uh, played up to you know some of the games they've given up a ton of points to Baltimore. The Buffalo game, it was a little. Uh, I mean, they were able to stiffen up in the red zone, and that is maybe something they are a team that's been able to force turnovers, force pressure, and have more success against quarterbacks uh, along maybe the younger lines like Zach Wilson. And I thought, I mean, in the second half, Zach Wilson looked pretty good. Uh, one of the more encouraging, ha- I mean, he had some good, some solid, fo- played some solid football the end of last season after he came back from injury. Um, I thought he looked much better in the second half of this game, but I, I just, at this point, I still think the Dolphins 
overall talent. And I thought they looked fine with, with uh, Teddy in there. Now you get a full week of him knowing he's going to be the starting quarterback. There is a lot of, you know, the cloud of everything that happened with Tua still over this team. I just don't know if I see them letting that get to them in a negative way. I think they come out and play a good football game. I, I just think they're the better team. So I'm picking the Dolphins here, but it, I think it'll be a, definitely one of the games, and it's been this way kind of for the for uh, Miami all season. Um, for Since the beginning, we've been curious about what the team's going to look like. Hopefully, uh, we want Tua to get, be fully healthy before he comes back. But um, I, I'm just really, really excited about what they might be able to do over the course of the year, and I still think at this point they're a better team. If the Jets win this game, though, if they show they can put up points against – um, this Miami defense and and ultimately slow down a Miami offense that I still think is doing some good things just schematically um, that will allow, especially with the receivers they have and the speed they have, I think Teddy's going to be just fine. Uh, so I'll go with the Dolphins and win this one. All right, Dylan, and then there are the Chargers uh, who are at the Browns. Chargers, two-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. Um, you're going back to the old days here, I think, of the podcast of the Chargers may be losing a game they should win. Uh, we've seen that happen this season already. Um, not exactly necessarily an inspiring performance against the Texans. The Texans came back, made that interesting last week. I could see this, but uh, if the Browns win this game, um, even though I've already jumped off the Chargers to the Super Bowl bandwagon, <laughs> um, I will be completely a different zip code uh, if that happens in this one. I'm going to pick the Chargers, so. Yeah, I, it's a tough pick for me. I mean, I, I still have confidence what the Chargers can do. The second half against Houston was concerning. Um, and I do think over the course of the year, I still maybe I don't have faith on them to make the Super Bowl uh, necessarily or even to top the Chiefs in this really tough division still, even if it has gotten off overall as a division to a slower start. Uh, but I, you know, I just think the the Charger defense at this point still built very much to stop the pass. Um, it's a team that, that, that built this roster to – Get, uh, to rush the quarterback, obviously injury to Joey Bosa casts a, a, a tough shadow on them. Uh, but this Browns team, we know their bread and butter is running the football. Nick Chubb's been solid. The offensive line, depending on where you look at ESPN's run blocking stats, and if you look at uh, places like PFF, they do differ a bit on the Browns compared to some other teams. But I, I, in my opinion, they've been pretty solid so far um, in the early going here. I just think it's it is that it's that it is like you said, kind of. Even if I think this Charger team is still much better than some of the ones we've looked at over uh, in the past, I just don't know if they're going to uh, rise to the occasion here. These are the type of games they have struggled in. They did beat, you know, the last year in Cincinnati. Um, they, they did win that game. They did beat the Browns at home, and they crazy. It was kind of a crazy game if you remember it last year. Really high scoring affair at SoFi. I think it's going to be a different tale here um, in this one, but I still think uh, just enough uncertainty with how the chargers have looked the last couple of weeks maybe this is the week they write the ship i wouldn't be unhappy if they do it'd be a lot of fun to see uh they get them get this right because i think when justin herbert's playing at the top of his game in this team uh I, I do want to see them in the playoffs and losing this game would make that a little bit tougher but it's just the the browns offense really um they've lost a couple games that they could have easily won should have beaten the jets they should at least be three and one this is a tougher opponent here but i uh, you know, I it's just really – it's kind of little mistakes here and there, and that's something the Chargers do as well. So maybe it's a matchup of similar teams in terms of uh, what they uh, tend to do in these kind of games where they need to rise to the occasion. I'll go with the home team in an upset. All right, to our quick picks, and uh, we start with the Thursday night game, the Colts at the Broncos. 
Broncos three and a half point favorites in this one. I know there was uh, some thoughts looking at Russell Wilson injury situation. He seems to be good to go. Yep. Meanwhile, for the uh, Colts on the flip side, Jonathan Taylor out. That will make things even tougher. It seems like for their offense. So I'll go with the Broncos. Yeah, the the, Bron- or the Colts offense has just been a mess. Uh, they're the, the bottom offensive DVOA in all of the league, um, and it, it, there's not a lot of expectation for it to get insanely better. So that just it, it bodes t- t- uh, pretty poor poorly against a Broncos defense that at times has uh, looked pretty good this year. Uh, offense, I still don't have uh, any certainty in it. I think this is going to be an ugly probably game, um, as we've kind of expected the Broncos so far this year. But I think Denver, at, at this point, even if they still have not been winning pretty in their two game, two victories, I still have more trust in them than the Colts, so I'll go with the Broncos. Yep, uh, that will be probably not the highest scoring game, no. I think, uh, in that one. Steelers with the Bills. Bills, 14-point favorites. Yeah, 14 uh, there um, as the home team in this one. Clearly a lot of confidence in the Steelers offense with uh, Kenny Pickett leading the way, but tough challenge for him in his first road game. Uh, I think the Bills win this one and probably win this one easily, although anytime we see a 14-point spread, uh, probably staying away from that from any sort of betting lock. So. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one to, to go with. I, I, I think the Bills will definitely win this game. I don't have a ton of confidence in Pittsburgh doing what they did in week one last year going up to Buffalo and getting a victory, especially with that offense. But the defense for Pittsburgh's been solid. Maybe they can, even with TJ out, maybe they can force a couple turnovers and keep it a little closer. Kenny Pickett, I think PFF, even though he threw three picks against the uh, Jets, they rated all those as non-interception-worthy passes. I, I wouldn't necessarily agree with the last one, but... Um, it, I, I do think there's it is a, fun, it, a more intriguing game just because he's in there. Some of the things and some breakdowns on Twitter and uh, different breakdowns by different uh, football personalities about just little things that Pickett already in that one half of football was making throws and seeing things over the middle of the field that Trubisky was bailing on too quick, not willing to take some of the hits. So maybe we'll see some interesting stuff out of Pickett. I just think it's a really tough game for him to get uh, that first start here um, in Buffalo. So, uh, yeah, the Bills are definitely the pick here. And I I, I tend to think it's going to be around that 14-point spread, whether they cover it or not. Uh, yeah, like you said, i got to stay away from it for now. Bears at the Vikings. Vikings, seven-point favorites at home in Minnesota. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Vikings won a wild one, of course, in London. I still think they are hard to figure out to this point. But the Bears are just... I still have no idea how they beat the, the Niners. I think you take the, the weather out of the equation there and maybe yeah. Niners take care of business. I think that was just a wacky week one. I just I don't think the Bears are very good. So I'm going to pick the Vikings here, but it's not like the Vikings have been overly impressive, um, you know, aside from a, a couple of different spots this year. Yeah, just a couple of narrow victories after that. Really, yeah, the first game against the Packers, they, they dominated them in week one. And again, week one, a little take it with a grain of salt. Things change pretty quickly, but... I will say for the Vikings, from their point of view, these often these last two weeks are the type of games they have been losing. Now they're, they they find a way to win both of them, and they play a Bears team that yeah, I just I don't have any faith in the passing game, whether it be in you know whether it's some of the things that Fields needs to, to fix up himself, but also the weapons they have as we've talked about, so all the issues with their offensive line. It all adds up to a team that's going to try to run the ball uh, probably a lot as they have. We'll see if David Montgomery is a fantasy owner of him. I'm really hoping he finds a way to go. But Khalil Herbert's been amazing. You look at expected yards uh, per carry and then how many yards they're actually getting. I mean, this guy is up there with DeAndre Swift's, the Nick Chubbs, like 
just outgaining uh, the yards that the offensive line really is giving him. So, I mean, that is one encouraging thing. And Minnesota's defense has not necessarily been great. They're 27th in DVOA against the run. So maybe there's a, a path here for the Bears to keep it close. But I, I still don't have enough faith in their offense overall uh, to pick them to win. So, yeah, the Vikings are the pick here. Lions the Patriots. Patriots three-and-a-half-point mm. favorites in this game. Um, yeah. You know, we said the Lions defense has been just atrocious. Um, but their offense hasn't been bad. Now I think a tough road matchup against the Patriots. But – I don't know, Dylan, even as bad as the Lions' offense has been, I mean, excuse me, the defense has been, I still don't envision the Patriots being a team that's going to put up, like, 40 on them or anything. So that makes this a little bit more interesting. But I, I tend to think this is a game that's just the Patriots just sort of grind out and win. Because as we've seen with the Lions, there's clearly upside, there's potential, but they still feel like they're just those tiny things that, you know, that they still are not great at. And, you know, whether it's allowing those big plays or whatever. So... I think the Patriots are probably the better pick here, but I, I don't have a, a great feel about this game. No, I don't have a great feel either. Um, I, I wanted to pick the Lions, but that, that was letting my bias and my heart get into it because I want them to stay in the mix at least because they've just been so fun to watch. Um, it is the first game they're playing outside all year. They've, they've had three home games and then one game in Minnesota. Yeah. So the weather forecast right now, 57 degrees, partly cloudy. So that looks pretty solid uh, for, you know, it is early October. It's not... It's not like we're getting into December in, in Foxborough where uh, the weather can really play a, a, a bigger factor here. Um, I just, yeah, I still tend to pay, trust the Patriots a bit more. I, I like the fight that they had in that game in Green Bay. I, I don't expect them to have a, a down performance here after the way that they almost came away with a win there. Um, as much of a moral victory as you could possibly get in the NFL in that one. And, yeah, Detroit, we'll see who all can go for them. I still think they're going to find a way to put up some points, but how many? I don't know if it's going to work as well. Um, against New England here um, a team though that has struggled to defend the run uh, in the early going so maybe this is another big day for Jamal Williams and that offensive line for Detroit that's been eating up front I want to pick them but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Pats I just yeah have a little more trust there but I, I like you said I don't really have a great feel on this game I think these are two teams that are kind of uh, very different but also just kind of you know they're both one and three football teams and it, it feels and very different reasons for that um, I just, at the end of the day, as much as I want to believe in the Lions, Bill Belichick usually finds a way to win these kind of games with, with teams coming in there where they're on more even footing than with the Pats. Seahawks at the Saints. Uh, the Saints are five-and-a-half point favorites in this game. Um, you and I both were, like, trying to talk each other into picking the Seahawks, <laughs> yeah. I think, is the upset here. Although, uh, it turns out we both picked the Saints. Um, but, again, I mean, the, the Seahawks have, as that have been better than we thought they'd be to this point. I, Saints, another team, looks like Jameis Winston, um, Michael Thomas, both still on the injury report as we record yeah. this on Wednesday. So that kind of tells you where things stand with those guys. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough tough task for the Seahawks here, but I don't know. That Saints five and a half, I wouldn't probably touch. But Saints winning, I think, is probably still the better pick. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that at all. And it's two teams that at this point, uh, I think Seattle's played a little above where, where they might end up. Maybe the record won't indicate that, but at least in the DVOA numbers by the end of it, I don't expect them to stay as the third best offense. I think Geno's look great. Um, I think this is a tougher matchup than some of the moments he's had, and we saw in the second half what happened against Denver. It's not like they lit the scoreboard on fire in that one. Uh, they, you know, they only put up seven against this tough San Francisco defense in the last two weeks. 
Uh, it's not even against Atlanta. They didn't put up. They put up 23 points. So it's not like they've been fantastic. I think the Saints' defense has been good enough. Um, I think they'll. They had. They've had some issues with special teams outside of that 60 yarder they made in in London. Um, I, I think they're just a team that I trust a bit more, and I think they're both going to regress in opposite directions. Seattle a little bit down towards the mean, and then probably New Orleans a little bit better than where they're at at one and three. Yeah, I think that's uh, about right. For those two teams. All right, the Falcons at the Bucks. The Bucks nine point favorites at home in this one. You know, I thought about picking the Bucks as my lock of the week because you figure, okay, they should probably win by double digits. But Dylan, a couple things working against them perhaps uh, now as we record this. Uh, the Falcons, as we said, have played every game four points or less this season. Yeah. Um, and that's included some some pretty tough games when you think about it. Uh, so they've somehow managed to be right there. Um, you know, having a, a chance to win these games, and you said how thin that margin is between mm-hmm. um, them being, you know, 4-0 and and kind of where they are now. However, also, it looks like Tom Brady didn't practice, um, again, as we're recording this, due to a couple of injuries. So, don't know if that winds up being um, anything there. But, nonetheless, I think the Bucks are the better pick here, but uh, probably would stay away from that spread, too, here in the, in the NFC South, because Falcons have seemingly played everyone close, but you wonder if this kind of sets it back to the middle here on this one. Yeah, unlike unlike the Saints, where Tom has struggled, he uh, for most of his career in Tampa, he has dominated the Falcons. And I, I am just even though this Falcons team is showing more fight, they're they're like you mentioned, they're competing with better teams. They're not getting blown out by the good teams in the early going here. I just don't have enough faith in them uh, with, with the Tampa team that I think has a chip on his shoulder after what happened last week with all the points they gave up. I think that defense is going to come out fired up, and that's a problem, especially because this game's not in Atlanta in the dome. It's going to be in Tampa. Uh, the same, the you know, when, with I think Tom's gonna, you know, he'll be out there. Um, he's out, even with the injuries, I'm sure he's gonna play this game. And with as long as we've seen when he has his weapons, and I know there's the Godwin stuff, and we'll, you know, looking at the injury report for them, it's not exactly clean either. Um, compared to some teams we talked about here, still a lot of guys where you're not sure what their status is going to be. But um, I just don't know if Atlanta still has. They had a lot of fight, but I, the Bucks are the pick. I just, like you said, the spread scared me a bit just because of what Atlanta's shown and proven in these first few weeks. And maybe this will set the course back and we'll get some things uh, righted with Tampa showing their actual caliber here. All right, the Titans at the Commanders. Uh, the Titans two and a half point favorites on the road here, and this one. Titans picked up some momentum last week, uh, getting the, the win on the road against the Colts. Um, Colts rallied, but still, I think you saw some some good things uh, for the Titans. I know Traylon Burks um, dealing with injury situation, so that takes a, an element away from the Titans' offense. But um, still think they're better than Washington to this point, which uh, Washington gets their own kind of bounce back, maybe getting Brian Robinson back in the mix uh, at running back. Uh, but nonetheless, I think the Titans are the better team, and this feels like a field goal game, so this this seems about right to me. Yeah, I, I, I'm picking the Titans as well. I just don't have really any faith in Washington. They, they probably should be owned for. There's been some okay throws from uh, Mr. Wentz, but that offensive line and, and him himself, he's, he's taken so many sacks, and they've been getting beat up. And I think we, we saw at times what Tennessee's line can do still with the injuries that they sustained going into the year and how many they've had um, as the year's gone on already. Um, I still think... There's enough there with the momentum they've got going, like you mentioned. I just think they're a better football team. I don't think these Titans are the the team they were a year ago. We obviously getting that one seed, but they're definitely still in the mix here in the AFC South and Washington. Uh, they're probably you know at this point I have 
there's, I'm trying to think of teams that maybe the Houston teams that I have less faith in than them. It's not many. It's just I really would have to see some things change. There's some fun players in Washington, and it would be nice to see them be a little more um, competitive. But, man, they just got completely walloped in that game against Dallas up front. I mean, it's two straight weeks against the two teams in their division that are at the top, and they got – uh, creamed and uh, didn't put up enough points. They're the one team that didn't, you know, has failed to beat the Lions despite all the uh, the defensive woes Detroit's had. So it's like, am I really going to pick them here against Tennessee? Probably not. Well, on to the AFC South, and uh, that is where the Texans will have to yeah. Jacksonville play the Jags. Seven point favorites are the Jags here. Uh, the division leading Jags, uh, of course, tied with the Titans. There at the top, uh, Jags put up a lot of points this year. I think that will probably continue here in this game against the Texans. Meanwhile, um, Texans, eh, I just don't, I, I don't think it's it's interesting to think about. Like, I don't think they're as bad as maybe we thought they'd be. Um, they haven't won a game yet to this point, but I think you can see some positive things there. But we talked about it. Roster, I just don't think is, is quite there yet. So, um, yeah, picking the Jags here. And honestly, thought about this as a, a betting lock as a yeah. touchdown because I, I think the Jags should be able to, to win this by at least a touchdown. Yeah, Jacksonville looked obviously so impressive in those back-to-back wins against the Colts and Chargers. Uh, started out hot there in Philly, and you know the rain I think did have an imp- uh, impact on their offense. I still like how that defense has played overall. I still think you know at this point Philly is right there as one of the best teams in the league with how they've looked through the first quarter or basically quarter of the season. Now that we have the 17th game, um, so I, I, I take only that with a grain of salt. Like you said, the seven-point spread maybe maybe need a one more game of seeing this Jags team keep uh going in that direction to start putting them on the on the lock yeah you know i did pick the lines as a lock so not like my standards are all that high but i mean the jags really have looked against some uh, you know even in that game against philly how they almost fought back they've looked great um i don't know what it's going to mean for the whole year but i you know it's just it's really nice to see lawrence in a system with a coach that seems to know what he's doing and seems to treat the players with respect and it seems like the players like him um it's just yeah houston right now not that they fought back and it, i don't doubt the the fight of the guys they have there and we saw that at, at points last year with houston winning a few games uh despite all the low expectations but they're just a team that you know the jags have that talent that they've started the draft and starting to develop you're starting to see the guys live up to maybe some of the draft picks they ha- uh, spots that they hadn't in previous years and Houston still just doesn't have the, the quantity of guys to get it done. So, yeah, J- Jacksonville, got to go with the Jags here. All right, the Niners head cross-country here, six-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Panthers. You know, I told you I thought about picking the upset here, uh, but if honestly did not have been anybody but the Panthers, I probably would have considered it. Uh, you know my thoughts on this Panthers team. I just I just don't think they're very good. Um, <laughs> and that's kind of what it comes down to. So, you know, I – I just look at this, and again, I feel like you could see a letdown here from the Niners making the, again, cross-country trip. Is this an early game? Uh, no, it's in the afternoon. It's afternoon. Okay, so that's a little bit different, too, um, considering that. But still, you know, weird things happen, I think, in, in these kind of games. But the fact is the 49ers are just a better team. And um, I may be a little hesitant in terms of that, you know, picking this to, to maybe be a touchdown-type game just for that reason. But – I, there's no way I can pick against the 49ers here. Yeah, no, the 49ers are certainly the pick. I, I do think it could be a bit ugly. I, I still have questions about the, the offense for San Francisco, and uh, we'll see if Trent Williams, I know they said he might be able to come back quicker than the initial three- to four-week um, time frame they gave him, but I, he's probably going to miss this one. Uh, if the Carolina's done anything, their defense has at least 
shown um, that it can create pressure and create some problems in his forced turnovers. They've had, I think, back-to-back weeks with pick sixes now. Um, but I still, at this point, it's really about the other side of the ball. San Francisco's defense has been amazing so far. They're giving up a like, ridiculous uh, point total on average. Um, it's not just what the Rams did, and uh, the Rams have their own problems, obviously, as we've talked about, but you look over at the just the quantity of what this San Francisco defense is bringing. Um, again, really wished, wanted D'Amico Ryans to get a head coaching job last year. Sound, he he taught, they had some, in the Monday Night Broadcast, some quotes from him about how he's happy he wanted one more year to really get all everything in order to feel like he, he could not just coach a defense but have a, a full team um, under his belt. And I think it's, it's going to only be a matter of time. But right now, man, San Francisco is scary on that side. Um, they're only giving up 3.8 yards per play, which leads the league. Um, uh, this is from David Lombardi of The Athletic. For, for, uh, he added, for perspective, the Bears from the 1985 Bears gave up 4.4 yards per play, and the 2000 Ravens gave up 4.3 yards. Still ridiculous totals. I don't think the Niners can maintain that all season, but maybe against Carolina. So I think that no matter what their offense does, I think the defense will find a way to win this football game for San Francisco. All right, and then there's the Eagles at the Cardinals. The Eagles, five-and-a-half-point favorites on the road there in Phoenix. Uh, I also told you that I, I almost picked the upset here with the Cardinals wow. to maybe hand the Eagles their first loss. I decided against it, but there is, again, something about this game. I mean, <laughs> I, I think the Cardinals offensively are, are not perfect by any means, and you know the, the firepower has differed at times, but... I don't know. This, this is like one of those spots where maybe you could see kind of a setup here um, that, you know, you, you look at the Cardinals maybe being able to, to put up some points to keep up with the Eagles. But as you're going to mention, Dylan, I, I think the Cardinals are one of those teams that, like, they're, it feels like they're like there's still, like, a sexiness to them on the surface just based on, you know, I don't know, the, the dynamic on offense and those kind of things. But if you're just looking at the play this season, like there's no doubt the Eagles have been a much better team. And so I wanted to pick the Eagles here, but again, that's another spread that at five and a half, I don't necessarily love uh, here with the Eagles on the road. Yeah. I think it, for me, I, as you know, I'm not high on the Cardinals and what they've become. I, I love Kyler. I really like watching him play and I wish things were the situation was a bit better for him and where that defense is. The defense has defended the run. Okay early on but overall still 29th in DVOA expected to be 28th by the end of the season with Dave so it's like they're facing the Eagles team that I think it's not just that I think they have better talent I think they're better up front on both sides of the ball but I think the coaching staff is as so far Nick Sirianni's proven himself to to be a little bit ahead of the curve in terms of where we've seen Cliff at times just completely just all the, the matchups with the Rams where we've seen them get a little predictable with their their routes trees and everything they've tried to do and it's like just letting Kyler try to bail them out constantly even in the game against Carolina last week it took a lot of weird plays from their defense against a really hapless Panthers offense to get that one in the bag they you know, honestly should have lost to the Raiders it's only because Kyler went nuclear that they were able to win that one and the other two they really for only losing by eight to the Rams they did not look good in that game they they get beat up by the Chiefs really badly I just have a hard time I know in Arizona maybe that does help a bit here maybe Philadelphia has a bit of a hangover after another big comeback win 
I just think they're the better football team. So I'm going going with the Eagles here. And I honestly, I know you you almost teetered on picking the Cardinals. I almost made this my lock. <laughs> it's how <laughs> yeah. it's how high I'm on what Philadelphia has been able to do so far on both sides of the ball. And I just, if anything, again, it's the fact that Arizona has defended the run better. So we'll see. In this one, it might be a bigger passing day for Jalen, um, and in the nicer conditions and what the rain they just had, that might not be such a bad thing for them. Uh, Philadelphia and also Arizona's offense hasn't exactly dominated on the on the ground they've been fine um and their dvoa there really is elevated by kyler um i i just don't know if they have enough to to go by this pit this really really good philadelphia defense too just such a complete team um uh you know anything can happen any one given week but i definitely think the eagles are going to win well you mentioned anything can happen any given week in the nfl but dylan i'm not going to jinx it but there may be something we start talking about after this game if the eagles win uh, based on oh schedule <laughs> um so you start peeking ahead in that schedule um mm, a lot of opportunity there so uh but first they need to get by the cardinals we'll see if that happens before picking it uh so there you go but there are picks for week five in the nfl um as uh, again a lot of a lot of interesting games i wouldn't say it's necessarily a slate that um Stands out, um, maybe like some of the recent ones yeah. have, but as we know, it's the NFL. There's going to be wild and wacky action every single week. So, of course, Dylan, it's all covered over Clutch Points. So, everybody know where they can find everything, get them ready for week five. Yeah, you can find all of our betting previews on every single game in the Clutch Points app in the NFL section, as well as the betting section on the website, um, the NFL section there as well. If you just search NFL odds, all those will start uh, popping up probably by Thursday, uh, by the time this podcast comes out on Friday. Um, all of our prediction articles for every single team for every single week five game, all the injury reports, all the uh, stardom, sit them, uh, fantasy content you can find in the Clutch Points website in the NFL section, as well as our fantasy and betting sections and the NFL section of the Clutch Points tab. Yep, be sure to check it all out there. And uh, as always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, any podcast app you use. Search for Stabs the Pass. And uh, thanks as always for listening to the podcast. And we'll talk to you next time here on the Stabs the Pass.